Welcome to Last Weekly, where we talk, laugh, and sometimes bitch about the highs and lows of the past week, except this week, because we're giving you a nothing but trailer review, best of trailer talk special episode, featuring some of our favorite trailer reviews of movies that haven't been released yet. Plus, you'll get our take on the final It Chapter 2 trailer, and for the very first time, you'll hear our YouTube-exclusive trailer review of the indie sci-fi thriller, Freaks. I'm Kevin Williams, and I'll be trailer-talking with my two incredible co-hosts, Jerry Nova, and my other incredible co-host, Anthony Tone Show Nunez. Hello. What is this a special last weekly episode of? Trailer, trailer talk. talk. Trailer talk. Trailer talk. <laughs> talk. So grab a seat and some popcorn because the trailer talking starts now. Yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, Kevin, before we get into our trailer review, can you please let the audience know what's our trailer rating system? All right. This is how it works. When we're reviewing movie trailers, there's three possible uh, ratings uh, for when it comes to a theatrical movie trailer. The first uh, highest rating would be movie theater. That means the trailer did its job. And you liked it so much, you're willing to actually put on pants, leave your house, and go to a movie theater to watch it. If the trailer was okay, and you might eventually check it out on a streaming service, then you give that trailer a Netflix. But if it's taken two to three minutes of your life you can never get back, and you are filled with rage, you give that movie trailer a kill. Kill. And, <laughs> natural causes and then when we and when we, and when we review uh tv show uh trailers or movie t- tv movie trailers we can give it two possible ratings if the trailer did its job then we give that one a tune in but if it didn't do its job we give it a turn off turn off okay <laughs> so now that we know the rules let's get into our first trailer freaks freaks is an american canadian science fiction thriller Directed by Zach Lepofsky and Adam B. Stein. It stars Emile Hirsch, Lexi Kolker, Bruce Stern, Grace Park, Amanda Crew, and it will be released on August 23rd, 2019. Kevin, can you share the synopsis with our listeners and viewers now? In this genre-bending psychological sci-fi thriller, a bold girl discovers a bizarre, threatening, and mysterious new world beyond her front door after she escapes her father's protective and paranoid control. So what did you two think of Freaks? Get them, Cher. Yeah, okay, so... I'm watching it, right? And I'm like, WTF is going on? Like, is this that crazy? Um, just, I was really confused. And I, I love the set. I love the house. I'm glad that so much of the movie appears to take place there. It's like, it's like its own character tone you're teaching me. Um, it, it's like its own character. And I'm just basically wondering, like, what is really going on here? So I, I was definitely... Um, more intrigued in the scene where there's blood floating next to the mm-hmm. little girl. This is what a YouTube comment said. It said, this is, was the father's elaborate excuse to not buy ice cream for his daughter and he took it too far. So I <laughs> really funny. And then I figured out that the girl has special powers. So basically, I have no idea what I saw. I have no idea what I watched. I really <laughs> want to watch it so this for me is a total tune in and if it was in it is this 
this ain't a theater, right? If it's a theater, I'm going to the theater. I'm going to put some pants on or a dress. <laughs> okay, so that's a movie theater. What about you, Tone? Well, I'm on, I'm on the same I'm on the same boat with Cher. Um, this trailer is a minute and forty three um, seconds long, and about for half the trailer, you think this you're dealing with one type of scenario. Basically, you think, well, this is an abusive father who's holding his daughter captive. Um, she can't leave the house. Maybe he suffers from extreme paranoia. These are all the thoughts that the trailer is presenting. You're going to, you're going to a trailer that says, well, this mo- this is mostly going to be a bottle film. Um, like Sherry said, it's taking place in one setting in this house. But then, all of a sudden, in the middle of the one minute and forty three second trailer, it turns on a dime, and and you're like, wait a second, he's not nuts, and it goes all Watchmen because you have all these powers that all all of a second start uh, uh, presenting and um uh, appearing on the screen, and you're like, wait a second, so so in the beginning he wasn't nuts, he, he was fearing for something, and now you have this manifestation. So I really enjoy uh, movies and specifically trailers that I set you up for something, take you down a path, and all of a sudden kind of turn around and say, no, this is not what's happening. You guys are completely wrong. And was it just me, but did the dad kind of, uh, Emil, didn't he kind of look like a skinnier Jack Black? Like, I was like, I thought it was Jack Black in the movie. And I was like, then I was like, no, it's not Jack Black. He just looks like a thin Jack Black. Uh, But I'm definitely into it. I like the fact that this has a very indie feel to it. Um, it's science fiction. If, if I didn't know better, I would say it's horror, but it's, it's a science fiction thriller. Um, but it, I definitely like the the poster of it as well. The poster I saw for this is like a person just holding the ice cream cone. It's very basic, very straight to the point, very minimalist. So I'm definitely movie theater. I'm putting on pants because I'll get arrested. <laughs> so I'm definitely, I'm, I'm definitely in for this one. What did you think, Kevin? <laughs> okay, I'm glad that you and Sherry aren't leaving your houses naked again. All right. Um, so <laughs> yeah, this trailer absolutely took us on a journey. Um, I was actually surprised in such a short trailer how many different vibes I got from it because it absolutely made me feel claustrophobic when we're getting the whole kind of beginning where the father is so adamant about his daughter never, ever, ever going outside. Uh, don't lie to me, never go outside. And my favorite uh, t- uh, line about that shows how desperate he is to keep her from going outside or to save money on ice cream. <laughs> he says, you want to, you know what, you want it, because there's, there's a mysterious ice cream truck that seems to stay parked in front of their house, and there's an ice cream man blowing bubbles, and this little girl is fascinated. She wants to go outside, and the father, his father says, you want to know what's in, ice, what's in the ice cream truck? Frozen kids' bodies. Frozen kid bodies. That's what's in the ice cream truck. I'm like, wow. That would stop me from going to the ice cream truck if I knew there were frozen, <laughs> frozen kid bodies in it. That would help me. You know, that's a good, you know, if your kid is lactose intolerant, just tell them frozen kid bodies and that'll keep them off of the ice cream. Hmm. Um, so it's what this, this is what a trailer should be. It is mysterious. It is a teaser. So what exactly is happening? Is the father crazy? I'm not completely sure. Is he? Is can, are both things true? Is he crazy? But there's a reason why he's crazy and paranoid. I'm not exactly sure what's happening, but I am sure of one thing: I want to see this movie. Enough to put on pants? Not that much, but <laughs> <laughs> but will, will there be boxers and Netflix? Two great tastes that taste great together. The answer is an emphatic yes. Two movie theaters and an emphatic, and a subless pantsless ride. An emphatic Netflix. <laughs> I will be seeing it on Netflix. I cannot wait. 
So Kevin's wearing his boxers to the movie theater? No, I will be in my living room <laughs> watching this movie. Can't wait. Trailer talk. Trailer talk. So our second movie is It Chapter 2. And this is the sequel to the 2017 film It, which was a remake of the original It film. And even though we're calling this a sequel, uh, it's it's called It Chapter 2. For you guys that don't know, the first It was also split. It was like a miniseries, but a lot of people saw it in two, in two parts. So this is the second part. Um, the film is directed by Andy Musashiri. Musashetti, oh my god, I said Andy Musashetti. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, and, it, and it's based, like I said, on the 1986 novel by um, by Stephen King, It. And it, the Losers Club is back, guys. And it is stacked full of stars. We got Jaden Liebenher, Sophia Lilies, Finn Wolford, um, Chosen Jacobs, Wyatt Olaf. I'm missing up a whole bunch of names here. Jeremy Ray Taylor. So it's, it's a whole bunch of new, uh, a whole bunch of faces that you've seen in other places. Uh, that rhymed, and they're they're um taking up the roles of the younger actors. So what's the, what's the the little synopsis we have for it chapter two, Kevin? All right, twenty seven years later, the Losers Club have grown up and moved away until a devastating phone call brings them back. Wow, that's to the point. Yeah, okay. well, I'm, I'm done. <laughs> you think I'd have more to read, but that's yes. pretty much it. And again, oh, okay. just like I said with Fear of the Walking Dead, I think people, if you're already on board, if you saw uh, It Chapter 1 and you saw a little kid get their arm ripped off, you're ready for Chapter 2. I did not see Chapter 1. Again, I'm anti-ripping arms off of children, so I did not see it. All right, Tone. So what, what did you give It Chapter 2's trailer? So before I get into that, I I, I just read the, the names I just read before, guys, because it basically there's two casts in this movie. Um, it's the younger cast and the older cast. Let me tell you the older cast is in it. So I got the names here: it's Jane McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, Jay Ryan, um, James Ranzone, Andy Bean, and and Isaiah Mustafa. So it's definitely a, a lot of hitters on this. And I love this trailer. I wasn't. I, I, I was so convinced that I was gonna be like, "Oh, I know exactly what I'm gonna see," you know, because I've seen the original. It scared the crap out of me. It's one of my favorite films. Um, so when I when I saw when I saw um, that the, the trailer was released, and I was like, "Oh, it, it has to be," you know, along the lines of the original. So they're gonna just you know re um, retread some some same scenes. But no, this trailer they released was was so um, was so well contained. It was like watching a short film. And, and and I was just at the edge of my seat the whole time. It was really creepy. It was really well executed. And even though at the end of the trailer they give you like a quick montage of different shots, the first three of the first like two or three minutes of watching just um the, the scene with Jessica Chastain in the trailer was so so um captivating. And I'm so in for watching it chapter two. So I'm definitely giving this a movie theater. All right, so um, I guess I'll go next. Um, I will say, like I said before, I did not see It Chapter 1, but I'm also a huge fan of Jessica Chastain. And in the trailer, you're right, uh, there's a full-on scene with Jessica Chastain, and uh, she uh, in, this, in the trailer, she goes back to her childhood home to uh, see it. Uh, she's long since moved away, and a little old lady is uh, living 
in her uh, old place and the something's not quite right with this little old lady and it gets creepier and creepier and then just straight on full on scary and uh, very, very disturbing. I'm willing to, I, w- I am willing to step out on a limb here without even seeing the first part of the movie and to say, I believe that that the tr- most, the bulk of that trailer is a dream sequence. I could, because if it isn't a dream sequence, Jessica Chastain is only in the first five minutes of this film. Because because <laughs> if it isn't a dream sequence, she's all kinds of dead. So <laughs> so I will have to say I'm gonna have to give this movie a Netflix. I will I will look I will look at parts of it through peeking eyes. Wow. Very disturbing, but I love Jessica Chastain. I am all about her. And if you and anybody out there looking for a good movie to see, a good horror film, you gotta see uh Mama. Oh my god, Jessica Chastain, Mama. She's a, she's in Mama? Yes, she's in Mama. Wow. And let, let me just also add to that, Kevin, that um, it's very rare, like like trailers nowadays, where we see a trailer and it's uh, it's a whole scene. Like trailers are now, they're, again, they're just montages. There's a whole bunch of clips, very fast scenes. And, and this it was very refreshing to see like a full-on scene taking place. Oh, and it was, not only was it refreshing, but it was very effective. It was very mm-hmm. creepy, very disturbing. Even hearing us describe it, you've got to go see it for yourself. It's available on YouTube to see for free. All right, Sherry, what did you think of It Chapter 2's trailer? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's that scary, huh? Um, I'm not really into it. I'm not really into it. Um, as I said, I'm not really into horror either, although Haunting on Hill House, aside from that, though, is new. Um, natural causes. So what you're trying to say is kill. Sure. But, but why kill? You, why kill? Because I don't care about it. I'm just shocked. Take that. <laughs> okay. So, so just, just to reiterate, that's okay. Kevin says it's a Netflix. I say it's a movie theater. And Sherry says it's natural causes. So we are we are definitely at an impasse three different ways. <laughs> yeah. Because basically Sherry is saying in your horror loving face. <laughs> Thank you, co-host. Now that you heard our thoughts on the first trailer, let's review the second trailer. Trailer talk. Trailer talk now. It Chapter 2, the final trailer, is an upcoming horror film and the sequel to the 2017 film It. Both films are based on the 1986 novel It by Stephen King. The film is directed by Andy Muschietti, set in 2016, 27 years after the events depicted in the first film. It stars Bill Skarsgård, James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain, Bill Hader, Isaiah Mustafa, Jay Ryan, James Ranzone, and Andy Bean. It also brings back all the young actors from the first 2017 It film as their younger The Losers Club selves. And it stars also then then Jaden Lieberher, Sophia Lidis, Finn Wolfhard, Chosen Jacobs, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Jack Dylan Grazer, and Wyatt Olaf. This is a Warner Brothers production, so Warner Brothers Pictures, and it's set to be released on September 6, 2019. So, what did you guys think of the final It Chapter 2 trailer? Okay, I, I really love the fact that Warner Brothers took a second look at this and said, 
Let's go a completely different route. If you guys remember, our the first trailer for, for It Chapter 2 featured a very interesting uh, viewpoint. They basically took Jessica Chastain's character and they showed a scene, a whole scene, something that we rarely see in a trailer. And I, I gave them kudos for it. it. It was very innovative. They showed the whole scene and it didn't it didn't do the, the, the usual a bunch of montage shots and music. It just basically showed us a whole scene of the movie, what you would get. Kind of like when you click preview sometimes on a streaming service and it shows you like the first three minutes of, of, of the movie. That's kind of what we got in the first trailer. Now, a lot of people did not like that because if you're familiar with the it mythology from the first movie, uh, it's all about the ensemble. It's all about the group. So a lot of people didn't like that the first trailer focused squarely on Jessica Chastain's character and didn't show the whole group. Now, I, for one, thought it was very innovative and it was different, and I applauded for doing it. Now, this trailer seems like a correction, an answer to the first trailer, because in this trailer, we see all the usual trailer tricks. We see that they pulled out the full blockbuster large sound effects, right? They pull out all the montage of all the cool shots that you can see in the movie. They brought, they gave you shots of all the individual characters. So they pulled out all the big boy tricks for this blockbuster, and they're selling it to us in this trailer like a real blockbuster, something that you, you Hollywood usually does, which is again montage, action, shot, action, shot, action. Big sound, big sound, explosion. So it was all in this trailer. It was all in their hat of tricks. They gave us all the basics. And I, for one, I thought that it was it was done very well. It, it was done like a professional trailer. But I, I definitely kind of missed the, the, the innovation from the first trailer. Something also I found kind of interesting from this trailer is that the that when I heard that the people they, they casted, for example, when they casted James McAvoy and Jessica Chastain and Bill Hader, I thought to myself, okay, these are, these are kind of named actors. They're not huge stars, but they're named actors. And I said to myself, it probably won't be a problem. But watching this trailer, I kept asking myself, why is James McAvoy, Professor X, walking around? Why is he not using his force, his brain, to shatter that glass? It was hard to, to not see him. And Jessica Chastain also and Bill Hader, like, they did not melt away in the trailer. I was like, oh, there's Bill Hader. Oh, there's Jessica Chastain. So I'm hoping that from watching the movie, I, I, we get sunken into the narrative and that the fact that we know these, these, these actors by name doesn't take away. I really think it was smart for them to take the 2017 film and cast all these young talent that we never seen before because they were able just to basically melt into the characters. But in this case, we're going to have a little bit of a hurdle because James McAvoy, Jessica Chastain are pretty visible and Bill Hader as well. Um, the other actors I'm not familiar with. So um, I could, I could definitely see myself just giving into whatever the character they're playing is. So I thought that was a little bit of a hurdle for the trailer, but, but as a whole, I, I think the movie doesn't look any, any better or any worse I think this trailer basically just hammers home, hey, you got to go watch it. It didn't give me anything new that I thought I was going to be seeing. And if anything, I, I thought it was, a, it was a little bit of a, a, a walk away from the first trailer where I thought it was, kind of, it was kind of a strong statement to do what they did. But all in all, it's Chapter 2 is definitely a movie I think we should see the movies in, 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 in the movie theaters. It's definitely a movie theater for me. Um, what did you guys think about the trailer? Okay. Um, I, I disagree with you when it comes to Jessica Chastain because anytime you cast Jessica Chastain in anything, you're pretty much winning. Uh, because especially when you put it in, put her in something where she's in jeopardy. Because at least for me, I am already just kind of like emotionally uh, attached to Jessica Chastain. So anytime you put her in danger, I'm like, look out, Jessica. So yeah, so I, I'm, I'm so I'm already. 
my anxiety was through the roof in the first trailer that was just her. Like, get out, just get out, get out. So um, uh, this time with uh, what, what you're saying, with all the montage of all the different things being thrown at us, including um, uh, Pennywise uh, floating above the town with an upside down pyramid of red balloons. <laughs> so I think he had 99 of them. Um, anyway, it was crazy. Um, there was a lot of eye candy thrown at us, but the part there was one part that actually got me emotionally, and it's when Professor X is in a hall of mirrors, mm-hmm. and um, Pennywise is coming for his son, and he can't get to him to save him. It ripped my heart out. I uh, it's not a secret that I did not see the first it movie. I honestly, I'm not a fan of horror in particular or things where children are in jeopardy because it's always so easy when you put a kid in jeopardy yes unless you're like you know a monster you're gonna feel something when a kid's in jeopardy so it's too easy when you put children in jeopardy to tug at our hearts and so i always resent it when like oh great you put a kid in jeopardy damn you so um i have to admit i'm actually intrigued by this not enough to go see it in a movie theater but if it's on netflix I'll be especially around Halloween. I'll probably be wa- I'll, I'll probably be watching it and fast forwarding through that Hall of Mirrors scene because it's just like, oh my god, that kid, that kid. So, what did you think, Sherry? So I didn't really care about the first trailer, but I'm gonna go ahead and say that I liked this trailer. I liked how you could see um, the relationships between the people and they've all got a mission. This actually looks pretty good. I'm not into horror movies. Um, I did watch Haunting on Hill House because the story was so good that I could overlook the freakiness of it. But this looks really good too. And I'm going to say I'm not going to go to the theater to watch this. No way. But if someone puts it on Netflix and I'm in the room, I'm probably going to pick a seat close to the television and keep my (laughs) eyes open to look at it. Unless the scary part happens. Oh, my God. Well, you know, it's funny. I don't remember what we initially gave uh, the trailer uh, in. I know what Tone gave the trailer uh, when we when we reviewed the first one. I don't remember what I ultimately gave it. So those of you who are listening, you just heard what we said about the first trailer. I'll be curious to, uh, to, to when I hear the show back, how we differed and what our opinions were from the first, because uh, we already know tone was all about this movie from start to finish. So there's no surprises there, but I actually do think it's won me over more than uh, maybe it's a combination of the first and second trailer. And of course, Jessica Chastain, uh, the goddess that you know walks the earth. I I real I really will watch this movie, but only on Netflix. <laughs> yes, it's on Netflix for me as well. I definitely don't agree. Yes, we know. What's next? Trailer talk. Trailer talk. Orange is the new black ex-con Ruby Rose's Batwoman. Is this new Cape Crusader worth revisiting Gotham for? So this is all. Batwoman's first trailer came out for the upcoming CW show starring Ruby Rose. It's scheduled for the fall of 2019. And I couldn't find the synopsis for this one. Did you find one for Kevin? Yes, I did. And it is quite comprehensive. So everybody settle in. Okay. Be reading for quite a while. Here we go. All right. Everybody ready? Get yes. put your feet up because it's gonna it's gonna take a while. Okay. Get a drink. Oh. All right. Kate Kane seeks justice for Gotham City as Batwoman. 
Okay. Yeah. All right. I, oh. That's what I found too. So I was like, that's I, need, what I, I, need to, I need to stretch. Oh, God. Oh, my God. It took forever to get through. Guys, okay. I want to go first. Okay. Get okay. him, Cherry. I don't care about Batman, for starters. I just want to say that. Uh, you know, I grew up on the Batman, CW, whatever. I watched the movies, the old ones, because, you know, I'm not that young, despite being a millennial. Um, but from within, like, five seconds of watching this, I was like, ooh. And, like, okay, Kate, that's her name? Yes, Kate, Kate Kane. Oh, my God. One, she's gorgeous. And um, she's got, like, this masculine energy that just makes, just gives this, the show, like, this super cool edge. Oh, my God, I'm so excited to see this show. Like, okay, I, I, I got to jump in to say something. Like, what? Ruby Rose has made so many women question their sexuality <laughs> and a few gay men. <laughs> she is insanely sexy. And you're right. I say, I would refer to her as not just beautiful, I'd say she's dashing. When you look at her, she needs to be carved into, she needs to be a marble statue. You can picture her on a, on a white steed charging in to fight a dragon. <laughs> she is everything. Yes. And I love the energy of the show. I love that she's, um, well, it's in the, it's in the trailer, um, mm-hmm. that she's uh, dating a black woman. And I don't know. I just love everything about it. It looks super actiony. It looks like she's really kick-ass with her um, fighting. I, I, I just love everything about it. It looks like a super enjoyable ride. It looks like mini movies. So for me, it's a definite tune-in, which I feel weird about because I'm not a fan of Batman. But I guess I like Batwoman. Okay, now I can't say this is official bad news, but I have something I, I need to say to you, sure, that I think is going to be sad news for you. Now, you know how the Batman story goes. I watched this trailer, and uh, yes, Ruby Rose or Kate Kane is uh, dating a black woman who's, uh, they went to the academy together uh, as police officers. So you have this incredibly beautiful uh, female couple together and she is quickly uh kid her girlfriend is kidnapped mm-hmm. in uh the trailer what are the odds of her beautiful african-american girlfriend living through the pilot episode <laughs> <laughs> i i feel like the odds of her living are just as good as bruce wayne's parents getting home from the theater okay Ooh. in an uber black <laughs> <laughs> wow. So, wow. I am not I don't feel I don't have a good feeling about her beautiful female a black girlfriend. I think it's curtains for her, but I I have to, I have to agree uh uh even though I will say if you if you're a fan of Gotham and you used to watch it thinking, I wonder I, if this show would be better if they spent less money on it, then Batwoman is for you because it looks so much cheaper than Gotham does. But unlike Gotham, I'm actually interested in Batwoman. I have a thing for Ruby Rose as well. I don't know what it is about that girl. It's first of all, those lips. My God. Her mouth. Okay, well, okay, I'm going okay. Sorry. Anyway, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Classic Gavin out the window. <laughs> I'm a fan of Ruby Rose. I had never watched Orange is the New Black. I heard when she was on the show about how she's causing a stir. Looked her up online and I was like, "Oh my god!" I mean, it literally, if I was in if I was in high school, I would be dueling our initials together. That's how much I like Ruby Rose. So um, this is taking a turn. 
It has. <laughs> she, she's messing me up. So anyway, so on the sheer strength of her alone and her soon-to-be-dead black girlfriend, I will definitely be tuning in to the first episode of Batwoman and the last episode for her black girlfriend. Wow. Uh, All right, Tom, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I'm going to be completely on the other side of this one because I completely did not like the trailer. I thought there were so many things that were wrong with this trailer. Uh, first of all, um, I think Ruby Rose, she is she is a stunning uh, uh, woman to look at, but I don't think she's the character. I think that um, as I, when they cast it, I wasn't happy because I wanted someone with a little bit more um, more size. Like I was looking more like a Ronda Ro- Rosie character. Or, or, like or, or Army Hammer. Yeah. Or army, <laughs> someone bigger. Like, um, I just thought that she didn't have the size, the physicality for it. And I thought, okay, maybe they're gonna bulk her up, but they didn't bulk her up. She looks like a pretty slim lady. Well, yeah, honestly, that yeah. woman, not Batman. No, no, honestly, no. The, uh, Tone is right about this much as far as the f- the physical size of Ruby Rose. Honestly, if we could go back in time to mm-hmm. like 1993 and kidnap. Lucy Lawless, oh, and yeah. bring her to today to be Batwoman. Mm-hmm. That would be absolutely perfect. So that I would disagree. That Xena uh, 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 Warrior Princess was she was Batwoman when the real Batwoman was in her playpen. So why does she uh, have to be so huge to be Batwoman? It's not a Batwoman like a man. Oh, because 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 if you blow on her too hard, she might topple over. But uh, <laughs> and, and I do not like I don't like calling I don't like calling Lucy Lawless, aka uh 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 Xena Warrior Princess, huge. She was she was uh you know she looked like she was she had like a, a some scale to her that made it look like she she could kick ass and take names. And Ruby Rose, what what I'm going to be looking at when I watch it is to see how different the body double looks from actual Ruby Rose's kind mm-hmm. of size. Because have you ever noticed that when you're watching a movie where where somebody's like they're, they're they're on the ledge of a window and then they fall out and then it's like that person falling out is not that same person. That person is eight feet taller than that person who <laughs> fell out of the window, kind of thing. So I don't know if they're gonna have it right and have actual body doubles or uh, uh, stunt women or even stunt men who have Ruby Rose's frame. I like Ruby Rose. Obviously, I've I've confessed. I've shared way too much about my thoughts about her mouth. Way too much. But. <laughs> I know. I feel. I, I actually feel embarrassed and shamed. But um. Anyway, but it's not stopping me from loving that mouth, though. Still love it. <gasps> love you, Ruby. Ruby. <gasps> hit, hit hit my DMs up, Ru- oh Ruby. Oh my and, god! Can, can <laughs> I continue with you? Please continue. <laughs> so, so besides the physical the the physicality of the role, which I don't I'm, I don't think she meets. Um, I do think she does look stunning as Batwoman in the costume. I feel like the costume looks good. The only problem is when she starts moving in the costume, she looks too small in the costume uh, when she doesn't have the hair. The other problem I found with it, I didn't like the fact that they were pushing an agenda. Like I, I'm completely 100% behind uh, being progressive, um, rep- showing representation on film, showing representation behind the camera, um, both sides of it. And this is something I speak on my channel a lot about the fact that we need to have people from all backgrounds um, and all genders represented equally on TV and in film. But I really felt like they were really cramming this whole, she's a woman. Oh, uh, she's a woman. It's her. Oh, it's Batwoman. Oh, the costume will be fine when it fits a woman. I'm like, that's all extra. Like, just go in there, do your job, and people will respect you for that. You don't have to, like, every five minutes remind us that it's a woman doing it. Okay, I do have to add something. Remember, this was a condensed trailer, so we're seeing, like, two or three minutes of, I'm sure, that they mentioned the woman thing. It, it, that's probably all the mentions of being a woman in the whole show. But one thing that needs to be mentioned in the trailer is uh, in that world, 
Batman has, is gone. And I love how, like, there's an official making an announcement saying, like, uh, Batman gave up on us. Batman is not coming back. And my whole thing is, like, gave up. First of all, how many times do you want this man to risk his life to save you guys? <laughs> He's already done it countless times. After you save a city literally, like, a hundred times, you can get that. You can you can go. You can tap out at that point. But the reason why the whole woman thing is mentioned, Tone, is when she first dons the uh, Batman garb. Uh, after she discovers and she meets the, uh, there's like a new, there's a black guy who's going to be, I guess, her version of um, Alfred, and so who works for Bruce Wayne, and so when she dons the the cape and she's out there cr- crusading, people are all like, Batman's back. It's a dude, and it, that dude saved us, and just she's like, um, wait a minute. The dude that said he's got ovaries, y'all. And so <laughs> so then she adds that red wig to like, oh, no, this is a chick saving your asses now, people. So that's why I think the whole woman thing was important because everybody was making the assumption that she was a man when she was kicking ass and taking names. A very small, slender man. <laughs> what about the music, Kevin? The whole music is very suspect in this trailer also. It's a girl. <laughs> Come on. I understand it's a woman. I understand she's the first lesbian character. Uh, I, I just feel like it's a little bit too strong the way that I just wanted to speak to yourself. I, I want representation to fit around the story. I don't want the story to be representation. I feel like that's where a lot of people kind of we get stories that aren't very um, they're not being serviced correctly. I love it when we have a, a story or a, we're going to tell uh, a certain narrative. And the characters in it just happen to be people of diverse backgrounds, or that's what I prefer personally. I don't like. Yeah, but you know what? Part of what you're saying is basically the the male privilege. Because how many times did how many times did Batman say, "I'm Batman, I'm Batman"? He's he's practically waving his penis in your face. Oh my god, man, man, Batman, Batman, Batman. He's talking about how he was a man all the time. Now that. Ruby Rose is all like, I'm Batwoman. You're all like, why are you cramming your female agenda down our throats? You hit it on the head. That's exactly what I'm saying. But <laughs> like that well, said, that. I'll still be tuning in because I got I, I gotta I gotta see how bad this really is. So I'll, I'll be tuning in as well. But just oh for that reason, see how God. bad you, this is. Okay. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna actually I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna actually do an executive decision. I'm gonna invite you to be on TV channeling, uh, my other podcast where we talk about all about TV and do reviews. We're gonna be reviewing Batwoman this fall. So Tone, you've been a guest on our show before. We're gonna have you as a guest, and I'm gonna rip you to shreds. <laughs> talking about how incredible Ruby Rose is and you're cro- cramming your male agenda down her Bring lesbian it. throat and she says no dice no way <laughs> okay so three tune ins <laughs> <laughs> trailer talk trailer talk alright so <laughs> what's the next movie tone trailer for Dr. Sleep it's based on a 2013 Stephen King horror novel, which is a sequel to Stephen King's 1977 novel, The Shining, which is what Stanley Kubrick directed his classic of the same name was based on. Um, the film stars Ian McGregor, Rebecca Ferguson, as directed and is directed by Mike Flanagan. Uh, Mike Flanagan is off a huge win with his Haunting on Hill House, uh, which is on Netflix right now. And uh, it opens on November 8th, the movie. Um, So what's the synopsis, Kevin? Okay, years following the events of The Shining, uh, a now adult Dan Torrance meets a young girl with similar powers as his and tries to protect her from a cult known as the True Knot, uh, who preys on children with powers to remain immortal. Damn. (laughs) Spooky. 
All right. So what did you guys think of the trailer? So I didn't know there was a sequel to this movie and I didn't know it was a book. I'm not really a reader. I'm more of a listener. <laughs> Thanks, Audible. Um, shout out, Audible. Um, not paid, not sponsored. Um, I am so freaking excited to see this movie, even though The Shining really freaked me out and scared me beyond belief. I am so excited as an adult who can handle it now okay um to watch it one not be really freaked out and scared and like have nightmares to prove it to myself that i can do that and two it just looks really really good it looks really exciting and i'm not really sure if it looks as scary as the original but i really want to be impressed and i really do want to be scared so I'm really freaking excited. For me, it is a put on put on a skirt and make sure my top isn't too revealing because I don't want to get kicked out. And uh, yeah, enjoy the movie. Here's Sherry. Okay. Yes. Okay. <laughs> what about you, Tone? Um, I have mixed feelings on this one. Um, I enjoyed the trailer. I thought the trailer. I thought the trailer was good. Um, the one thing that I, I found a, a little uh, out of place would say was that I thought the trailer had too many shots of The Shining in it. And one would say, oh, Tone, this is a sequel. Of course, it has shots of, of The Shining. But we have to understand that The Shining um, came out in 1980. And it was a completely different time for film. We're talking about pre-digital. And one of the things that makes The Shining and, in my opinion, Ghostbusters um, great horror movies and Ghostbusters... Um, supernatural comedy is that back then there was no digital um there was no color correction so everything was basically you shot it and you had to then you had to create the atmosphere by using sound um editing um set dressing um you know all, all these elements of filmmaking so the shining looks a certain way and i feel like uh doing a movie today which is going to be the follow-up to the shining and then uh, the obviously from the trailer we can see there's a lot of shots that call back to the original movie I feel like it, 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 it should be more of its own thing. It should just build on it and not try to basically explain away things from the first movie. So watching the trailer, I was kind of concerned that movies look so different today and the trailer itself looks so different than the actual footage, I would say, than The Shining. Um, that I, I hope it doesn't, the movie doesn't rely too much on The Shining and it tries to do its own thing. And I feel like any movie that um, tries to build on such a uh, such a classic, for example, like Stanley Kubrick's classic, like here, um, should try to be its own independent movie. But if someone is going to do it, I really think Mike Flanagan is the person to do it. Uh, Haunting on Hill House, I thought it was great. I was I was really hooked to this show, and I'm looking forward to season two. So I'm definitely in for it, and um, I might actually go to the movie theater for this one. Okay, okay. Well, one thing I want to say is um, I'm not sure. Uh, when it comes to what you were saying about the shots, I think that that uh, Dan Torrance ends up going back to the hotel, uh, the Overlook, uh, in this particular movie. It looks like he ends up having to go back there. Either he goes back there or he gets teleported there because there's this whole scene where a room flips in his house, like the attic, and he gets pushed into this chalkboard and i think that he could because we actually see him look through the iconic door hole that his father put in the door with the uh the uh with the axe so i believe that he actually is roaming the halls of the overlook in the story so i think that the director is is basically has to do what the stephen king story does so if stephen king's story goes back to the overlook then he's forced to basically give us footage of the overlook um i will say that i knew that this was a book because i actually downloaded the book from audibles it is a friggin 
tome. It was so long, I literally never got into the book. Just the introduction. <laughs> I mean, what I mean by it is just the introductions. There were introductions uh, to the book that went on for days of listening. I'm like, I'm not even at the book yet. I'm in the introduction still. So, wow. <laughs> so I gave up on it. But I'm so glad they made it into a movie because I was intrigued by the introduction and what the story was and what this cult is and how they're praying. Oh, my God. There is a little girl in the woods and we see these people gathering around her. Things do not look good for that little girl. I am so, <laughs> I am so worried about her. Um, so, so get an Amber alert because she's not coming home, you guys. Anyway, mm-hmm. and then um, there's another part of the of the trailer that I, I want to remark on. When this other little girl says, you're magic like me, uh, to Dan Torrance, and he tells her, I don't know about magic. I always called it The Shining. It gave me chills. It was like, oh, my God. Yeah. It's going to be so good. Um, uh, and like I said before, that scene when the room turns around, when he's in his, like, attic or whatever, and the room turns and he gets propelled through the wall, I, I think he, he ends up in the Overlook is where, where he's taken to. I think it's going to be incredible. Can't wait. Uh, anyway, I'm, I'm sign me up. I'm giving this a definite movie theater. And you know what? I'm actually going to wear pants too. And by Ooh. the way, I love the I love the the fact that they're using the same sound effects, like that that the eerie tone from the original Shining at the beginning of the trailer. So that definitely set us up for where we're going to. Uh, I do mm-hmm. have one question for you guys. Um, being that the original was a 1980s film, I I I purpose I was surprised that it, which is another Stephen King uh, a movie, a novel turned movie, um, was able to garner the the box office success that it did. Being that it is from the 80s, and you would think that a lot of millennials would probably not seen it, uh, but this is a movie from the from 1980s. Do you think that um, calling back to the original movie is going to be a, is going to be successful? Or do you think this is mostly an older audience is going to see this? Hmm, that's a great question. Okay, okay. I feel like it's gonna <laughs> go ahead, Kevin. No, no, you can go. I wasn't you said you just paused like you were gonna say anything. Like, go ahead, go ahead. Um, I feel like it's going to bridge the gap because of the older audience. Like, I know about it because I was alive and my daughter's gonna watch it because I'm gonna be watching it. And I feel like the older generation is gonna bridge the gap for the young the younger generation. Also, I, I agree with you, Sherry, and I also think that there are some things that kind of go that, that, that transcend beyond generation, and I think The Shining is one of those things. Um, coincidentally, one of it is because a lot of millennials grew up watching Friends in reruns, mm-hmm. and there's a whole thing about The Shining in Friends uh, when, when Joey is afraid of the book and they put it in the freezer to come, so he can calm down. It's in the freezer. It can't hurt you. It can't hurt you. So I think a lot of, so a lot of, of that. And then I think also when it comes to the movie, the movie has played so many times on things like TNT and TBS, those kinds of channels that I think a lot of uh, millennials and even some Gen Zers have probably seen it. Or if they haven't seen it, they've heard of it. Some of those things are iconic, like here's Johnny. Um, are they're so iconic that even if they don't know exactly what it's from, they know the red rom, they know it. All work and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Exactly. Those kinds of things. <laughs> oh, also, The Simpsons, it's been parodied so many times. The Simpsons parodied, parodied, uh, parodied it. So um, I, I think that, that it's enough knowledge about there about The Shining that there's going to be people of all ages going to see this sequel. 
And I also think that it's going to get so much um, attention that people who haven't heard about it are going to go back and like watch the original just so that they can watch it or they'll watch the new one and then go back and watch the original. I just feel like it's really, really big and it's, it's going to weave its way into the new generation. Ooh, very well said. Get your get your bootstraps ready because if you thought the audio book was long, the the Shining is a long movie. You have to take a pee pee break in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Trailer talk. Trailer talk. Our next movie is Charlie's Angels. It's an action comedy directed by Elizabeth Banks. It's the third Charlie's Angels film, but it's a standalone movie. This is not a direct sequel to anything that you've seen before, but it does share the same name as a TV show that it's based on. The film stars Kristen um, Stewart, Naomi Scott, Ella Balanska Banks, uh, Digimon Hosu, Noah Centillo, Sam Claflin and Patrick Stewart. It'll be released November 15, 2019. Uh, Kevin, share the synopsis. All right. A reboot of the 2000 action comedy based on the 1970s television series. A new generation of private detectives working for a mysterious Charlie. (laughs) Okay, I'm done. I'm sorry. That's pretty much it. So, what did you guys think of the trailer? Well, sure. <laughs> okay, Cher, go ahead. Okay, so um, I'm not a fan of Charlie's Angels. I'm not even going to lie to you guys. But what I will say is, it is very up to date. It is beautiful to look at. It's gorgeous. Everyone is beautiful. All the actors are beautiful. There's Kristen Stewart. Wow. But the only thing that actually got me excited. I don't know if I'm biased, but the only thing that got me excited in in the whole trailer, which you guys probably could guess, is seeing Patrick Stewart, which actually somehow felt out of place. It's like, what are you doing in Charlie's Angels? Okay, action's kick-ass, the music's kick-ass, everything's amazing, but I'm just not a fan. So I am, I'm going to be tuning out Charlie's Angels unless someone forces me to watch it. So you're going to kill it. No, I'm going to natural cause it death. <laughs> okay, it's still a murder. Okay, okay. all right. <laughs> so, um, so tell what did you think of Charlie's Angels? Well, well what, what do, where, where do I get started with this one? Um, I don't know who this trailer was for. I, I honestly don't know if it was for the female gaze. Was it for the male gaze? This is probably going to sound horrible, but I feel like I was just watching like a music video with Barbies with guns. It didn't feel like there was any substance to it. And I'm fine with that. I'm fine with a movie that doesn't have substance. Like a Fast and Furious, Transformers, they know what they are. They embrace it. I appreciate it for it. And, and we can move along. But but this right here, I thought there was like, there was no feeling. There was no heart to it. The music, I thought was a great disservice to this trailer. Just like the trailer before, the music was not working for me. At the end, when I saw they say, oh, Ariana Grande, Miley Cyrus, and Lana Del Rey, I'm like, oh, God. Um, so it's definitely definitely not a fan. I- I'm not gonna say I was a fan of any of the prior Charlie's Angels movies, but I will give them credit. They felt honest. Um, they weren't kidding for what they were doing. You you felt like everybody in the movie kind of knew what type of movie they were doing. 
Um, so this trailer, not so much. So even though I appreciated the, the other movies for what they were, and I knew that they had a fan base and they were going for that, which wasn't me, and I'm cool with that, I feel like this movie just didn't know what its fan base was. Are you trying to get men to jump on board with this? Are you trying to like push more my, like woman power? I don't know what it was about. And before somebody says, oh, Tony, you're just hating on females or, or, or you know, you're trying to stop this movie. I was a, a huge fan of Captain Marvel, a huge fan of Wonder Woman, uh, Ocean's Ultra, which was later renamed to Ocean's 8, um, Sandra Bullock and company, they kicked butt. And it was because it was a movie that just happened to have women who, who were doing a, a st- uh, some type of like robbery. This right here, that doesn't know what it wants to be. So I'm definitely killing this one. I agree with everything that you said, even though I wouldn't have had the words to say it. I don't know, Tom. I'm just, why do you hate women so much, though? That's my question. <laughs> I just feel bad. I just feel so bad for your little daughter that you named after a mysterious character. So I oh don't know. Goodness. It's just very disturbing to me. All right. So I, I think it's a really bad sign for a movie uh, trailer when they have to tell you, like, ooh, guess who's on the soundtrack, you guys? Ariana Grande. It's like, wait, that <laughs> is. Is there anybody who goes to see a movie based on which artists are going to be on the soundtrack? Even somebody I like, I'm not going to like, ooh, they're on the soundtrack. Then I'm going to go, then buy the soundtrack. That's not going to make me, make me go see the movie. That's what's so, yeah. I, that was one of the stupidest things I've ever seen. Um, honestly, I'm not a huge fan of Kristen Stewart. And by not a huge fan, I mean I dislike her intensely. Okay. So, <laughs> so, there, so there's that. Um, uh, her, her, her the wig that she wears in the first scene in the trailer was just like even the wig was like please get me off of this movie I don't want to be in this <laughs> oh um, my god <laughs> I, I, like, I love Elizabeth Banks I would have actually liked it if they had actually done a movie where she was one of the angels that would have been more interesting to have a little bit more mileage on the angels because it felt like they basically cast like three models to be in it and it just I, I mean, I'll, oh, I'm a demolitionist expert or whatever. I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, all right, Victoria's Secret model. Anyway, but um, <laughs> uh, I will say I did like the idea that uh, the team isn't complete when we're watching the trailer. So one of the girls is actually seems to be like one of the first clients of the team is it, going to turn into one of the angels. So we get to see through her eyes about the whole team and how it works and there's bosley who is elizabeth Banks, so it's a woman so that's cool from that difference differs from the original movie um and the, uh, the original series and uh the there's a couple of other random guys that seem to be helping out that didn't exist in any other of the other imaginings of of uh charlie's angels for some reason they will not let this go there was a tv show version of it not that long ago that crashed and burned uh, didn't even have a whole first season on ABC, and it took place in Miami for some reason. I don't, uh, and uh, I think this one's set in London, so we'll see how that goes. And another weird change: they changed the logo of Charlie's Angels, which is very distinctive. And they came up with it, it, it's one thing to change something, but then change it and make something even stupider and uglier. It's some stupid. <laughs> it's some stupid like CT trailer or it was. It, I mean, uh, uh, logo. The logo was ugly. I just. I. I don't know. I just. I guess if I'm in a room and someone's watching it, <laughs> I. I won't avert my eyes. That's so I guess. Up. 
I guess if that were happening, I wouldn't. I don't think I would be, I would spontaneously vomit upon seeing it. Wow. I guess I'll give it a, like, slowly kill. Oh, I just, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll poison it over a long period of time by putting a little. Oh, how can you Starbucks again for the next week? You know, here you go. It's me. And it's a little bit of poison each and every morning for it. Wow. So three okay. kills. <laughs> All right. Two kills and one natural cause. Natural oh, oh, anyway, again, my kill was a slow, gentle kill. <laughs> okay, you know what? I'd like to revise my review of Charlie's Angels. If someone's, going to, if someone's going to take me out to dinner to the Cheesecake Factory afterwards and let me order whatever I want, <laughs> plus two slices of cheesecake to take home, <laughs> then I will see Charlie's Angels in a movie theater. So... <laughs> Wow. Okay. Next. What's next? Talk. Trailer talk. <laughs> trailer talk. Our, our our last trailer is The Boys. The Boys is an upcoming superhero drama series based on a comic book by Garth Ennis and Derek Robinson. The show is created by Evan Goldberg, um, Eric Kripke, and Seth Rogen. Uh, this is an Amazon series, and it will be streaming near you on July 26, 2019. Um, and it stars Carl Urban, Chase Crawford, Jennifer Esposito, and many more. Uh, Kevin, what's the synopsis for the series? All right. A group of vigilantes set out to take down corrupt superheroes who abuse their superpowers. The end. Okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, like end. Straight to the point. Cause of mystery. So what did you guys think about this one? Sure. (laughs) Okay, I'll be the one. Okay, so I thought this uh, trailer was really surprising, and it was um, it was insanely bloody and gory, and I wasn't put off by that, but I was really taken aback. Like within the first few moments of the trailer, you see like just the blood contents of a person that used to be kind of floating in the air and I was like oh what is this um and it so this is definitely uncensored and definitely not safe for work to be clear um I loved Carl Urban's Cockney accent so got a little bit of British there I'm sorry there was my uh British threat again um superpowers to the 100th degree, no filtering whatsoever. I I thought it was hilariously funny. So there's comedy there. I loved how they had like the Spice Girls music going in beats and in sync with the violence. Mm -hmm. Um, And there was a baby who had laser eyes that like took someone completely (laughs) out, like disintegrated their body. And like at the end of the trailer, it's like, um, if you want to be my lover, and it's like so insane. Like everything is chaotic. I am totally tuning into that. Like I will, I will, I will get, I will get my Amazon subscription back to watch it. It's a tune in. Wow. What about you, Tone? Crazy. That's what I'm going to say. You thought the DC universe was dark. You thought that Deadpool was witty. 
And did you think that the Umbrella Academy ha- ha- probably has some F-words? No, 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 no. This right here said, hold my back to all of those. I mean, there's no apologies. This is balls out violence. This is trailer is comic book accurate violence. Like I'm talking about, I was kind of surprised that that laser baby, I was like, this, this is crazy. This is like the Incredibles, but like on Adult Swim and R-rated. And the aesthetic is amazing. Like the superhero costumes, the look of it, like it's a very clean looking superhero show. I really like that. I really enjoy Carl or Urban and anything he does. Like he he did a great Judge Dredd, and he did that with a helmet on his head for, for most of the most of the movie. And I really enjoyed it. So I have no doubt that he can bring whatever character that's comic book related to life here. Um, the Spice Girls, like Sherry said, like totally hit it. This is how you use music. Like this is how you do it. Like this was a fun trailer. It was a lot of chaos. And they somehow took Spice Girls and made it seem like it all worked. It's off-beat action. <laughs> it's fun. Amazon has been doing great. Don't sleep on Amazon. Amazon has Sneaky Peek, awesome show. They have um, Bosch, which is probably one of the most underrated shows right now that nobody's talking about. They have The Tick. So they, they definitely got the superhero aesthetic and, and the humor. I'm definitely tuning in. I'm really excited, like Sherry. Um, tune in, tune in, tune in, Kevin. So what you're saying is you're going to tune in. I'm going to tune in. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay, let's see. Um, one of the uh, – Sherry talked about the violence. Um, there is a character that runs super fast, kind of like the, uh, the Flash. And he runs – because I've always wondered about this with the Flash. Um, um, he runs into a girl who's kissing her boyfriend. And all I can, the only way I can describe it is a water balloon – filled with blood that's exactly what you see when he runs into her so very disturbing not for the kiddos and as far as it being adult yeah there's this shows also i've been reading word on the street is there will be uh there will be a lot of superhero nudity so you'll see a lot of super wangs and super boobs uh in this show so (laughs) um (laughs) and and i love uh, the spice girls it was was so crazy because this one guy is actually giving like a pep talk to his team he goes he was saying uh, because they're they're about to break up and everybody's like going their separate ways and one goes hey have you heard anything about sporty spice and the guy's like what what has sporty spice been up to lately he goes what the hell are you talking about he goes he goes you don't know what she's been up to because her baby spice you know what they're doing but when they come together they're the spice girls and they're unstoppable (laughs) that's what we are and i'm like oh my god i am so in this looks so fun Mm -hmm. it looks it's and because it's british i'll say it's bloody fun i cannot wait I already have Amazon Prime, so I'm not to pay any extra money. <laughs> Can't wait. We cheat, <laughs> it y'all. Fu- it looks fun. It looks dirty. It looks hysterical. Can't wait Woo-hoo. for the boys. Oh, uh, so I'm giving it, uh, definitely giving a tune in if, if it wasn't clear. Thanks for listening to this best of Trailer Talk special. We can't do every story or talk about every trailer here on Last Weekly, but we do want to talk about what you want us to talk about. So if you see a story during the week that you want us to recap, if you have a favorite thing about the week that you want to share, or if there is a trailer that you want to hear us talk about, please 
let us know. And you can do it in a variety of, a variety of ways. You can actually use uh, a voice message with the Anchor app. And uh, we might actually play your question or your uh, favorite thing or least favorite thing about the week on the show. You can also reach out to us via Twitter at lastweekly, or you can go super old school and send us an email at lastweeklypodcast at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and and you can check us out uh, in a variety of ways as well we are on spotify we are on uh itunes what is itunes called now it's apple podcast apple Podcasts. We're, on, we're on apple podcast people and we're on anchor and we're we have a new home tone do you know where our new home is wjms and we are beyond excited to be a part of the wjms radio family and you can check us out at wjmsradio.com and we'll be on there every sunday so check us out and join us for the next episode of last weekly because the week doesn't end say it with me co-host uh, until, until we say, we say, say so. so. Oh God, even on the best of, we can't get it right. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye. Bye.